Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. A case of sun poisoning, if you will. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we are just a voice in the night, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From very, very deep inside the Magic Radio Box, the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hope all is well with you. We're back at it again. So our lead this hour coming from the NBA. Uh, Just one playoff game, light night on the card in the NBA. The Nuggets looking to punch back against the Suns. Game two, you don't make much of game one. You You wait till game two. You start forming more opinions after game two. And that's where we are. Uh, that's where we are. Now, typically, I don't talk about blowout games. I don't know if you saw this or not. We watched it, so you didn't have to watch it. Maybe you missed it. Uh, you really didn't miss anything. You did. You didn't miss anything. Uh, it was a. It was a dud, is what it was. Uh, Chris Paul. I remember him. I used to watch him play years ago when I was younger. He had 17 points, 15 assists, and the Suns carving up the chicken nuggets. 123 to 98. Those are some spicy bad nuggets. They'll give you heartburn. All five starters, all five of them for Phoenix, yet again in double figures as they barbecued the team from Denver. They're leading by as many as 31 points. Now, it's not all bad news. Nikola Jokic, he did score the first basket of the game, and that would be the only lead that Denver would have in said game. Uh, let us discuss. Now, the question, what are the takeaways? It was a blowout game, easy win, easy win for the Suns. But what are the takeaways from game two? All right, so I've got GQ guys, Quicksand, and Alamo. And we will tie all of these things together 
into this matter monologue. Now, A, the Nuggets made zero adjustments between game uh, games one and two. At least it appeared that way. Nothing. I assume they did try some things, but it didn't really show up, right? They, they were throwing stuff against the wall. Nothing, uh, nothing stuck to the wall there. In many respects, that the game was a carbon copy of uh, the first game, with the, the small exception of, at least in game one, the Nuggets were playing with the lead early in that game, and then it shifted midway through, and the the Nuggets could could not get back, and things piling on top of each other like dirty dishes in the kitchen sink. Now, Michael Malone and his players, dazed and confused, you would say here. The the Nuggets, a uh, bunch, of, bunch of no-shows, a bunch of no-shows in this game. I mean, what was that? Now, I realize that Denver has a bunch of built-in excuses and playing with a bunch of backups at key positions and outside of the MVP, Jokic, there's a lot of eh, on that roster. But I don't want to hear about it. They beat Portland. This same team went out and beat Portland. The execution and the effort were not there, right? We're not there. And the players getting an opportunity to step up they traveled down the doorway to disaster, uh, not ready for, for prime time, right? You know, these uh, traveling performance troops that go around, you might have some that pass through your city. Uh, the Nuggets are like that, right? The NBA team traveling around, they're like a traveling performance troupe. Uh, but this is more like failure theater is what they're doing. Now, just to highlight that, Nikola Jokic had around the same numbers. Wasn't a super duper stat line, but 24 points, 13 rebounds. That's about where he typically is. Uh, but the flotsam and jetsam around, around Jokic, I keep going back to that. Can't get away from that. Bunch of GQ guys, game quitters, game quitters, overwhelmed the other Nuggets. Now, let's name names. Hey, I can name names. I'm on in the middle of the night. I can name names. Michael Porter Jr. But that guy, oh, man, Michael Porter Jr. took 13 shots, made three of them. While he was on the court, his team was outscored by 26 points. That's impressive. Austin Rivers, somehow still collecting an NBA paycheck. He's not very good. He's never been very good. But his daddy knows people. Austin Rivers, 2 of 5 for all of six points in the starting lineup there. And while he was out there, the... The Nuggets were outscored by 21 points. Aaron Gordon, remember the excitement. NBA media types were orgasmic at the idea of Aaron Gordon coming over from Orlando. Oh, my God, what a perfect pickup. He scored six, six total points. The, in fact, the other Nuggets starters not named Nikola Jokic combining to score 26 points and grab 11 rebounds. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, I think we should really honor, though, again, Monte Morris. He's a backup guard for the Nuggets, and he had another craptastic performance, one of seven in this game, and in the first two games, first two games, Western Conference semifinals, Denver and Phoenix, Monte Morris has taken 17 shots. He's made two of them. Two of 17, that's less than 12%. He scored five points, and while he's been on the court, the Nuggets have been outscored by 47 points. That is a job well done if you're the other team. Uh, Now, part B of this, we must uh, highlight for a moment Chris Paul, who looked like he needed to have his shoulder reconstructed. and Reconstructive surgery on the shoulder there in the first round. An army of uh, servants were there massaging the injured shoulder. Remember the, the matchup in round one there? And now against Denver, Chris Paul is the epitome of domination in the first two games. CP3 has treated the Nuggets like they were a ball of Play-Doh, right? And it's just putty. He's doing whatever he wants, toying, toying uh, with, with Denver's defense. They have no one... That can stay in, stay in front of him uh, and keep him from doing what he wants to do, and completely gobsmacked. And it's it's like, what's going on here? Like this is this is this is not supposed to happen here. The the, the Nuggets stuck in quicksand. What 
what the heck are you doing? Chris Paul is not 26 years old. He's 36. This is not the Lob City Clippers back in the day. It's 2021. It's like reverso world right now in this moment. But keep in mind, it's just this moment. But, yeah, let's we'll tip the cap for now. I mean, Chris Paul's been pushing back the hands of time in the first two games in this series. Another tremendous performance. He had the, the stat line, which you know, wasn't overwhelmingly great, but if you watched the game, you saw the impact on the game. And uh, Mikhail Bridges also playing very well. I mean, the Suns dominated. Everyone played well. But it was more about what the Nuggets didn't do than what the Suns did, per se. Now, the last word here. So... Doing the review two games in, the Suns have manhandled, manhandled Nikola Jokic's buddies there. Uh, first two games. Denver looks punch drunk. Uh, they're groggy. We've played eight quarters. The Suns have outscored the opposition in six of them. Uh, the Nuggets have only done that in one quarter, and one was a tie. So if you were to score it round by round, eight rounds in, and Phoenix has won six rounds. The Nuggets have won one, and one was a draw. Now, all that said, more is said than done. We are not ready to close the door shut on Denver. The reason is this. Chris Paul is a tick, 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 time bomb. He's a ticking time bomb. And I'm not buying that this is a sustainable performance, that there's two possibilities here. Chris Paul starts playing more like the 36-year-old player that he is or the standard Chris Paul package. He gets hurt. So it's much more likely that one of those two things happens than Chris Paul continues to play at that level the rest of this series. I don't believe it is sustainable. And you expect Denver, by definition, to play better at home. I don't think they can play much worse than they did in the second half of these first two games, but it does come down to game three. I realize this game will be played in Colorado, not in Texas. It's not in San Antonio, but this is the Alamo, right? This is essentially the Alamo for Nikola Jokic and the 2021 version of the Denver Nuggets in the postseason. It's the last stand, right? You go belly up and say, that's it. We're down 0-3. It's time to call your travel agent. I hear Cancun is beautiful this time of the year. It's a very popular travel destination. So it really comes down to that. And there's no sin in losing two games on the road. You only have to win one if you're the Nuggets, but it's just looking at the full body of work. I don't need to pull out a, a Venn diagram here and show you that the backup players for Denver stink. They're a bunch of mamalukes the way they performed. And the, the way that Chris Paul's been going feeding the basketball around, and, and Denver seemingly with no ability to slow him down, it is a less-than-ideal uh, less situation. All right, now let's uh, hear from uh, the fired-up coach, Michael Malone, the coach of the Nuggets, who I, I like this guy when his team loses because he does not sugarcoat the comments. Uh, he, he brings it right to your face. Uh, here is the coach of the Nuggets pointing out the garbage performance his team put out on the court. We had a lot of guys play really bad tonight, and then we allowed the, the impact of not making a shot to affect the other end. And it was really, I mean, playoff basketball, can you sit down and guard one-on-one? This was just an embarrassing performance uh, all the way around from top to bottom. Right, bravo. You know what? I'm giving him a gold star, Michael Malone. I love that. That's what I want. I want to hear that. I don't want to hear, well, we didn't play as bad as the score indicated. No. Uh, don't treat the fan like a moron. The Nugget fan is lucky they got Michael Malone as their coach because there's so many gutless coaches that are afraid to criticize their team. That's what the Nuggets deserve. When you play well, you get praise. When you play like that, your coach should come out and, and say you're an embarrassment. Uh, but wait, there's more. All right, coach of the Nuggets, Michael Malone here, uh, pointing out as the Denver team bus leaves the Valley of the Sun, uh, their heads are not in an upright position. We're walking out of here with our heads held down, rightfully so, and there's a reason that their crowd is yelling sums in four and they're calling for a sweep because if we play like this back in Denver, uh, this is going to be a really quick series. Yeah, it's, there you go. See, that's exactly right. Good job.
not quite as spicy as our favorite hockey coach, the former coach in Columbus and with the Rangers there, John Tortorella, the greatest line ever said by a coach, we sucked. sucked. At and yeah. we sucked at a time that you can't suck. That's gold standard. But Michael Malone, solid. Embarrassing performance all the way around. That's, so that's a solid comment after a performance that was worthy of that kind of commentary. Good job by him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An old-fashioned bullfight. Welcome! 
Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we play whack-a-mole, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from another dimension, a dimension of only sound and mind. To the boundaries of imagination, the Fox Sports Radio studios hanging out. So our lead this hour coming from the literary world and a sports twist on this, if you have not been paying attention here, one of the biggest stars in professional sports of the 1990s, now currently in his 50s, has decided, you know what, I want to spill the beans. I want to spill the beans about what happened back in the 90s. And this story caught my attention. If you don't know where I'm going with this, we're talking about Scottie Pippen. No tipping Pippen. Uh, Scottie Pippen was baffled and bewildered by how he was portrayed in the Last Dance documentary series, which was the most watched documentary series of my lifetime because there was nothing else on in 2020. And that documentary series, if you didn't see it, I don't know how you could have missed it, but maybe you were one of the few that didn't watch it who follow sports. So it was about the 1990s Bulls and mostly about Michael Jordan, but the relationship between Jordan and the other players on the team. And as a result of that documentary, Scottie Pippen has announced that he is releasing a tell-all book It's called Unguarded, and he will give his side of the story, the rest of the story, as old radio guy Paul Harvey said back in the day. Now, this is not some mom-and-pop book deal. This is, a, this is a big one. Publishing giant Simon & Schuster are behind this, and according to a release from that company, they say, the big publisher, that Scottie Pippen is going to give dirt On Michael Jordan, it is also anticipated that he will take credit for the 1990 Chicago Bulls. It was Pippen that was the the glue guy for the 90s Bulls, and without him, none of that happens. All right, so let us discuss. Now, Michael Jordan's a bigger name than Scottie Pippen. It's kind of obvious, but how concerned, this is the question, how concerned should Michael Jordan be about this pending tell-all book from his former wingman, Scottie Pippen? Now, my observations, you've got background song, poetic, and hammer. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will make goulash is what we're going to make. Now, number one. Number one. So, in terms of Michael Jordan, even though this is a Scottie Pippen book, Jordan's the bigger nip. Jordan's not going to even bat an eye at this. And I'll tell you why. Whatever tawdry stories, whatever shaggy dog tales are told, will just be dismissed, ignored, and downplayed. And, And Michael Jordan has earned his place atop the pecking order of basketball. And he's become a protected interest in many, many ways, Michael Jordan. Moreover, Scottie Pippen... If you look at where he is in retrospect to Jordan at this point, he's in that same category like LeBron James, right? All these guys are dropping bars. It's it's like uh, the the Gatorade commercial from the 90s there. Remember the the background song to that Gatorade commercial, Be Like Mike? Sometimes I dream that he is me. You've got to see. That's how I dream to be. I dream, I move, I dream, I groove like Mike. If I could be like Mike. That's the issue. In a nutshell, right? Scotty Pipp is like, listen, I was there. I was right in all of that. He's looking around his home. He's like, wait a minute. I got a trophy case, and I got all those little replica championship trophies in my trophy case, and I got all these all-star jerseys and all this. And, and then he checks his bank account and then looks over and sees how much money Michael Jordan has, and there's a disconnect. Like, hey, wait a minute here. What's going on with that? I mean, there's a rich, and then there's aristocrat rich, and Michael Jordan's aristocrat rich. Now, secondly, with Scottie Pippen, who's based on the word on the street here, as mad as a as a snake, right, a serpent. Will Scottie Pippen 
really follow through on this. Apparently, it's already a done deal. So he has that. There's always a chance the book doesn't get released. It's supposed to be released later this year. Will Scottie Pippen grab the flamethrower and burn, baby burn, burn those bridges? Is he willing, no Tippin Pippen, to do irreversible damage to an already fractured relationship with Michael Jordan? And if he is ready to swim in shark-filled waters, sign me up. I'll, I'll, that's a book I'm going to get, right? No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. A, at first glance, this is very straightforward, right? Checks all the boxes to be a poetic masterpiece. You've got exasperated, bug-eyed, retired player. Check. Ego attacked. Check. Feels he's underappreciated. Check, check, check. Big money book deal offered. Check, 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 check. I don't know about you, uh, but I will sink my teeth in to a juicy sports tell-all book. I love it. I remember when Jose Canseco wrote that book about steroids, and a lot of people just dismissed it and said, oh, it's you know, just the nothing book. I read that book from cover to cover, and you know what? Almost everything in that book was 100% true. <laughs> 100% true. Now, uh, you leave nothing off the table. you got to expose everything. If you're going to do a good tell-all book, you reveal intimate details from the locker room, from the buses, the planes, trains, and automobiles, and all that. you got to mix in the hilarious taboo stories. Right? And I've heard some uh, of, of what those guys were doing on the road. The Bulls, man, it was it was wild. It was not quite like the 1986 Mets, which is the greatest party team of all time, but they had their fun. They had their fun. The Bulls, give me some shocking secrets. Yeah. Bad news travels fast, so if this is really bad, you'll sell more, more books. Now, that being said, all right, and I, I will buy the book if it's if it's as good as I anticipate and, and those that are around say it's going to be. But these autobiographies are nonfiction, but they include a lot of fiction. Right? Typically, there's a, a, a bit of a license, an artistic license to exaggerate and amplify your standings. Like the, the memoir pointing out that Pippen is the real leader of the 1990s Bulls locker room. And everything we've been told, everything that's been written has been a lie. Uh, you, know, you can make yourself look like a uh, mythical comic book superhero, a gladiator, uh, if you write the book the right way. All right, final point. So Michael Jordan knows that he has the hammer, the golden hammer, in his toolbox. Whatever is floated. And again, the early word is it's going to be good. Like Pippen's going to go for it. Whatever happens here, Jordan knows will be neutralized. Because Jordan, as we said, he's aristocrat rich. And you can expect everything to be summarily dismissed via a slick PR counterattack by Nike, the Jordan Empire, uh, and they'll just chop it down with their machete. Chop, 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 chop. chop a Based on years of monitoring the counterattack from PR people, I'm going to tell you exactly how this is going to play out. So the book will come out. Pippen will do a round of interviews. He'll do television and radio interviews, podcasts, the whole thing. The, the first move for the Jordan people will be to dismiss Pippen as a disgruntled former teammate. That he didn't get enough attention, and so he's having a hissy fit, a temper tantrum. He's going to wham, wham, wham. He's on the wambulance. He's going to you know, cry and whine and all that. Then the next move is you highlight the disparity between Pippen and Jordan. And while Pippen is wealthy, he's not Jordan wealthy. He's not in the rarefied air. Very few are who played sports where Michael Jordan is. So, and really, Jordan's more of an apparel salesman than he is a basketball guy. He made more money from selling sneakers and uh, sports outfits than he has from playing basketball. But the, 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 the golden hammer on these things is, well, he's just trying to sell books. Well, of course, he wrote a book. Of course he's trying to sell books. Uh, regardless, the straight talk, uh, Scottie Pippen, the way I look at Pippen, and I said this back in the day, so this is, this is an old take repackaged. But had Scottie Pippen ended up somewhere other than Chicago, 
he would have been what? I say he would have been a slightly better version of Cedric Sabalos without Michael Jordan. Uh, Pippen had a shot to get out of Michael Jordan's shadow and to prove that people like me, jackasses on the radio, were wrong. He went to the Rockets and did a pratfall. He also went to the Trailblazers and failed in those four seasons. Sands Chicago, when he went out on his own and went out on the great beyond, uh, Scottie Pippen, over those, those seasons, 99 to 2003, he averaged less than 12 points a game and shot less than 44% from the floor. That's when he had to do it on his own, right? That's, that's when, out of the, the, the shadow, completely out of the shadow of the Bulls and Phil Jackson and all that. And you know, in Chicago, he was almost you know, was a 48% shooter and averaged, uh, I think, closer to, much closer to 20 points a game. So we're not talking about Scottie Pippen today. He's not getting a big money book deal without Michael Jordan. That's, that's the reality, riding the coattails of the Jordan brand yet again. Because if I, if I went to a publisher and I said, listen, I, I got a tell-all book, but I, you know, I'm not really that memorable... But if I have a tell-all-book and I'm, I'm going to spill the, the dirt on Jordan, oh, now you got something. All right, now that's orgasmic if I'm in the publishing business. I want to hear all the details. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. So Dana White spoke with TMZ earlier this week when he gave his thoughts on the Mayweather-Paul uh, fight. The UFC boss said that he wishes Mayweather would retire because doing these types of fight is silly. Uh, ben, how many more of these ridiculous exhibitions do you expect to see from Floyd before he actually hangs it up for good? Now, the only way he stops is when he's physically unable to get into the ring, right? And, and then he will be the forefather to a new genre, convalescent pugilism with Floyd Mayweather, right? It's the free market ah. at work. Uh, he'll be in wheelchair in a wheelchair fighting. Listen, th- th- this is easy money. It's a new genre with YouTubers and D-list celebrities, <laughs> and Mayweather's a businessman. He lives a lavish lifestyle. This is an easy way to take dumb people's money. Next. Montrez Harrell made a post on Instagram Tuesday that made it seem as if if his time with the Lakers is over. Now, Ben, if we are to believe that, where do you think he ends up next? Well, he tried to cherry pick a championship. That backfired. He has to take the money now. He took less money to go to the Lakers. How'd that work out? He went from six man of the year to DNP guy in Lakerland. So I I say look at the bottom teams in the NBA, teams like the Charlotte Hornets, the Orlando Magic, the Sacramento Kings. Whoever offers him the most money, that's where he's going to go, and he doesn't have to worry about the postseason because he won't be in the postseason. Next! Longtime Reds first baseman Joey Votto spoke with the media on Tuesday and spoke about the Red sweep of the Cardinals when he went off on the St. Louis fans, calling them uh, S-talking mother effers. Nice. Yes. Now, Ben, you hate a lot of fan bases. Which do you hate the most? Uh, well, over the years, it's been Cleveland, Baltimore. I've had some uh, brouhaha's in Phoenix, Houston, of course, lately. But I got to say, the Lakers are at the very top here. I mean, come on. That's a win. You fail. You fail. This you fail. No, that's a win. That's a win. I you gave an honest win. answer. I didn't try to suck up to the judge. Good day, sir. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. And it is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour here. And the reading of the questions from uh, Coop Dalu, Justin Cooper. What do we have here, Coop? Well, this is a good one, but it might be a might be a difficult one. Okay. Uh, this is for everybody. It's from Conservative Talk. Conservative I, Talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Are you allowed to read those tweets? Wants to know, do you recall the first nice meal that you prepared? Uh, if so, what was the meal and uh, who was it for? Well, I, I was a bachelor for many years, and my idea of a good meal was a hungry man dinner. Uh, I'd, put, I'd go to, to the grocery store occasionally, get the, you know, the, the pound of food or whatever it was, and, uh, and that was my thing. But I, I, I've only recently, I got married in 2013, and uh, with, with the wife, I've started cooking. So the first meal I remember that I made was not that long ago, and I perfected the Maller pizza from scratch. With the, I make the dough... And obviously, I don't make the cheese because I'm not milking the cow. But uh, pizza is my thing. What about you, Eddie? Well, this is an interesting question. Um, I, I have no idea what what the first meal is that I made or who who I made it for. I I have not gotten into cooking like uh, until later in life, like you, Ben. Yeah. Um, but um, the podcast I do got sponsored by uh, you know a company that sends you like these meals, then you 
You cook. They send you all the ingredients, and they give you the instructions, and you cook them up yourself. Uh-huh. And it's it's pretty easy, I think. But it's still, I've been doing it a lot, uh, me and my wife, and I really enjoy it. It's actually pretty cool, and uh, it's, it's satisfying, it, isn't it? Yeah, satisfying? I, yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I agree with you. Like I've been into, I've I've made over the last uh, eight years, I've you know, fajitas, cheesesteak, you know, my steak. Fettuccine Alfredo. I, I love those rip-off recipes, too. I've made rip-off Popeye's chicken sandwiches and some different stuff off YouTube. I love it. Ooh, very well, nice. Yeah, anyway, well, Roberto probably when he was yeah. like two years old, uh, yeah. he, uh, he made something. Uh, I was like uh, uh, maybe early 20s or late teens when I started cooking. I uh, made uh, eggs. I burned them, probably. remember burning yeah. eggs. That was pretty funny. And my mom's salsa was the first thing I – two of the first things that I ever cooked. And uh, it was not for anybody, for myself. Just for you? Yeah, That's just it, for me. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All mm-hmm. right, what about uh, Coop? You much of a cook there, Coop? Uh, I also am a, uh, a member of one of those uh, subscription services that Eddie's referring to, and I have right. been for a couple of years now, so I've, I've made hundreds of meals through that. That's actually... The ones uh, he reads for Marcel. Yes, my my <laughs> guesses on food picks are actually are actually what I ate the night yeah, before. I figured that's what that was. <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as like the first like meal that I like ever made, I mean, it was honestly it was probably just uh, something on the barbecue, like uh, like burgers. Uh, but something that stands out in my mind, and this doesn't really count as making anything, but for some reason I think of this as like I remember thinking, "Wow, you're." This is like super adult of you. Um, I was, I was, I was asked to leave my middle school like halfway through eighth grade. So for the second half of eighth, you were kicked out of middle school. Yeah, uh, nice. So for the second half ah. of eighth grade, I had to be homeschooled. But my mom also had a job, so a lot of the time I was just home by myself, and so I had to like make things for myself. And I remember we had we had frozen like uh, fried shrimp. And instead of like sticking in the oven and doing it that way, I actually legit like heated up a bunch of oil over the stove and dropped them in like a deep fryer. And I felt really accomplished doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, anything tastes good deep frying. Yeah. That's the way to go. All right. I learned that from Homer Simpson. All right. What's next? What do we have here? It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. Um. I'm gonna try and find who who asked this because I I lost right. I lost it, but I do remember the question. And it was a good one. Uh, he's asked it two two weeks in a row now. He wants to know uh, what band would you party with? Oh man, if I could have a time machine, I, m- I imagine the Beatles back in the day before my time. But I've heard stories from the what that was like. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's any well, probably not these days, but you got to go back a few years back. You know, now everyone's got a camera and all that. Well, yeah, I, don't know, what- I, th- I think I think you can. Imagine that there's a time machine. Yeah. All right, I'll go Beatles. Then what about you, Eddie? I don't know. Who do you guys think was the the biggest band as far as getting booty? I I, yeah, exactly. I, I know the, I know the I know, I know, but who's exact, number one? Motley, Motley Crue. Crue. Yeah. There you go. Then Motley yeah, Crue. Yeah, exactly. Look at Eddie, man. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right, uh, Roberto. Yeah. I, you don't think the Beatles? You think John Lennon was in the back doing oh, some hanky panky? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, on, I'm sure they got. Well, it all depends kinds how many. Action, like, but... if you want to do drugs with all the sexy we're gonna do, then it's Motley Crue, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Cool. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even right. a fan right. of their music, but I'd have yeah, to pick Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> wear earplugs, but you'd be there for the party. I got you. <laughs> yes. All right. What is next here? It's ask Ben your questions. Our answers for the rest of the hour. Uh, this is a question for you, Ben. All right. Uh, Justin wants to know what did Boston haters say that got you in trouble? Oh, that's a good question. I was wondering that myself. Um, Boston hater, I thought it was something pretty benign. He took a shot at Johnny Pesky, a legend in Boston, and it was around the time Johnny wasn't doing very well, and uh, some listener tried to get the show taken off the air in Boston, and I had to call the listener and like talk. it was a big mess i mean it was a disaster wow. and I, yeah and i didn't even say it i was like he said it he should apologize i didn't say it he said <laughs> it anyway well what's next here quickly 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 um Eddie? all right uh this is from mr diaz what videos would show up if uh if someone were to go into your youtube account 
What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Um, for me, it would be uh, a lot of reaction videos. Same here. <laughs> All reaction videos. Yeah. yeah. Little kid videos. My daughters was watch Whoa. kids. Sorry stuff. to hear oh. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch. I don't watch YouTube. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hockey season continuing, not for the Boston Bruins, but for a few other teams. Continued on in the playoffs, and here's Eddie. Well, thank you, Ben. And we have three of the final four set in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, and it looks like none of the number one seeds from each of the divisional rounds are going to be in the league semifinals. The big surprise by far has been the Montreal Canadiens, the four seed in the north. Uh, they were the team with the worst record and fewest points to qualify for the postseason this year, and yet they rallied down 3-1 in the first round to shock number one seed Toronto in seven games. They followed it up by sweeping the Winnipeg Jets in four. They now await the winner of the Colorado Vegas series, uh, and they're riding a seven-game winning streak right now. They've never trailed at eight point in those last seven games, so it is all working good right now. They're peaking the too Canadians. soon, Eddie. They're peaking too soon. We'll see. Uh, the defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning have uh, pretty much breezed through the Playoffs so far, they beat the Florida Panthers in six games in the first round and then took out the Central Division number one seed, Carolina Hurricanes, in five games in round number two. Lightning's power play has been lethal so far. 15 power play goals in 11 games. That's very good. Uh, up next for Tampa Bay will be the New York Islanders, the fourth seed out of the East, beat the number one seed Pittsburgh Penguins in the first round in six games, and they just eliminated the Boston Bruins, the number three seed in six games in round number two. Islanders have uh, got it done playing both their goalies and just great all-around team play. They don't have any superstars on this roster, but playing well at both ends. And uh, so the Islanders, uh, the second number four seed out of the division to make it into the final four. And in the West, it could be decided tonight, as we talked about our Discovery Tonight. Key matchup. Vegas Golden Knights, one win away from advancing to face the Montreal Canadiens in the semifinals. They were blown out in game one against the number one seed Avalanche, but have bounced back. Uh, they've been the better team in games three through six. They pulled out a big game six win in overtime in Denver. And that was the first home loss this postseason for Colorado. Now, if the Avalanche can win tonight in Vegas, there'll be a deciding game seven on Saturday. It's not how many times you fall down, Eddie. It's how many times you stand up. Wow. I've never heard that before. Very it's, deep. It's fall amazing. down seven times, stand up eight. <laughs> so I'm like... Bumper sticker on yeah. my car. Uh, yeah. The NHL will be playing postseason games in Canada as oh, needed. Oh, Canada. For the final two rounds, including the Stanley Cup final, if, of course, a Canadian team is able to make it to Montreal Canadiens. The Canadian government issuing an exemption for border cross, uh, cross-border travel. How nice of them. The How generous yeah, of our Canadian nice. brothers and so, sisters. So uh, the U.S. teams will be able to travel into Canada to play and vice versa. All the poutine you could possibly eat. So there you go. Uh, and finally, Taya Curry is a 16-year-old goalie. Oh. Taya Curry. Related to? The, no, I don't think so. Oh, Spelled right. different. Uh, she's the first Never female player to be chosen in the Ontario Hockey League draft by the Sarnia Sting. I guess you could make you could say this is kind of the equivalent of AAU basketball in the U.S., the junior hockey uh-huh. in Canada. Uh, she's been playing in boys' leagues for seven seasons, according to the GM of the team. Quote, she's a great goalie. That's the narrative. She's dynamic, fast, agile. We don't want the story to be about, oh, look at this female goalie. We want it to be, oh, look at this great goalie. End quote. Curry will have the chance to become the first female player to play in an OHL game next season if she makes the team. But if she does, she'll have to make a decision because if she plays in the OHL, she would be ineligible to play college hockey in the United States. So does she make history and be uh, kind of a trailblazer? Or does she... You know, go get an education and play college hockey and do that thing. So, depends how much she's going to make, Eddie. That's the thing. If she can cash in, then she, otherwise yeah, get the education. No, I think she's. They don't cash in in the, um, in the junior hockey leagues. Nah, she a, might though, because she's you know play the woman card and you yeah, make some money on that. She, yeah. If she were to be like an Olympian or something like that, maybe maybe she could yeah. cash in. But I think she should probably go for the education. Did but you, that's my opinion. What do I know? Did you talk about the big NHL TV news? Right? No. What's the TV you did news? Not? Oh, one of my guys uh, I worked with when I did stuff at NBC years ago has uh, been hired by ESPN. There's apparently a bidding war for hockey broadcasters because oh, T- ESPN and TNT both getting NHL deals. Well, who is it? You didn't name the name. Kevin Weeks. Remember him? He uh, oh, was yeah. a goaltender. Not very good. But uh, he uh, worked. Who? 
the NHL Network, and and he did NBC stuff occasionally. He would like yeah. fill in for somebody. Never heard of. I know he he wants uh, he wants to work in a front office job. He's no, does he? Trying no. to get a maybe a job. With he's pretty Rangers. good actually at TV. Uh, yeah, he seems like a super nice guy. Yeah, he's very nice, very nice. And uh, so a few green room conversations about the uh, the nonsense on social media. That was many years ago. It's even worse now. But good luck to Kevin Weeks at ESPN. He got hired as a studio and game analyst. And uh, I saw some other TV news. Uh, I guess ESPN's bringing in uh, PK Subban as a. I saw him on SportsCenter tonight. I wonder yeah, the yeah they're bringing him as a playoff analyst. That's all the TV news I have. I have no radio news. I just have TV news. Well, I appreciate the contributions. Thank you. That's your part of the world report. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.